0: Hello, and welcome to Facts Max. It's the podcast good enough to get you a C. Minus. My name's Matt, and I've got a story to tell?
1: My name's Kev. I have a story to interrupt. It's not quite how that's going to work today, is it?
0: No, Kevin, there's, there's been an emergency. There's been the sort of emergency that demands demands a, a reaction from from two knuckleheads like us. Oh, yeah. Everybody there's,
1: wants to hear our opinion on this.
0: There's been an emergency gender reveal.
1: What? No. That's not what this is. I was going to maybe make a joke that the balloons were like, they've recovered it, and it said, like, happy birthday, Billy, and had a picture of Goofy from Disney on it. <laughs> it's that, that might be why they're so tight-lipped, because it is really just nothing.
0: Possible? Uh, yeah. that's 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 certainly one theory. Let's get into it. You've, you're the guy that's got the timeline. You had more time to research this than I did. But or, I guess before we even get into it, what are we doing here? We're doing a special, very special episode to talk about these dang balloons. Yeah, it's a uh, Facts Schmacks special. Balloon so. fever ha- is sweeping the nation. Absolutely. When's uh, the last time balloon fever like this took place, Kev?
1: Oh my God! You know what? Actually, this is how well prepared I am. I'm just not. You, you got ahead of me. Uh, balloon boy. Oh, that's right. Do you remember? Do you remember Balloon Boy? There was a boy in a balloon. Uh, no, technically there was not a balloon. No, that's boy. true. There wasn't. That was a hoax. But we sure. Uh, we sure. October fifteenth, two thousand nine. So like the height of uh, reality TV and. Um, you Know the early beginnings of YouTube and one no such thing as bad kind of fame, yeah. Where they they launch the balloon, say the kids in it, uh, the whole time the kids hiding in the attic, and then on Larry King Live, the kid goes, Uh, yeah, you guys uh told me to do this for the show, like as kids do, right? You're right, totally just uh, you know, throw you right under the bus.
0: Absolutely. I would not trust a kid to tell a high stakes lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely not on Larry King, right? Like, no. you're like, Oh, he shook up. He, uh, he wanted to be here, but he, you know, he just shook up. Uh, speaking of shake up, this is like, this is weird. Uh, we're going to get into some theories after, uh, we'll get into the schmacks after the facts, of course. So yes. let's take a look at this, uh, timeline. So on February 4th, First object, described by U.S. officials as a suspected Chinese spy balloon, was first spotted by U.S. air defense system flying towards Alaska from the Bering Sea. Moved through Canada before dipping back into the U.S. and out off the coast of South Carolina where it was shot down by a missile fired by an F-22 fighter aircraft about six miles off the coast of Myrtle Beach.
0: Now, it's weird, clear. Right? Yeah, to be clear, by the time they shot it down, you know, it wasn't the sus- it was a uh confirmed Chinese suspected spy balloon.
1: Oh, okay, sorry. I missed that part.
0: Yeah, so the the Chinese have even um uh boy, I don't like the they way I'm of, saying the Chinese. Kind of, uh China has responded and said um yeah, that yeah. was definitely our balloon, but it was a meteorological balloon that blew yeah. off course, which Yes. Sure. We'll go over that.
1: I've got some stuff about that. All right. So 10th of February, a second object described as being about the size of a small car was spotted off the North America, spotted by NORAD, North American Aerospace Defense Command near Alaska and downed on the 10th of February. The object was hovering at an altitude of around 40,000 feet. Now, important to note that the uh Chinese one was at approximately 60,000 feet so considerably higher Mm -hmm. uh and I believe considerably larger uh so yeah it was not similar in shape or size to the balloon shot down off South Carolina uh two U.S. F-22 warplanes were dispatched from joint base I'm gonna screw this name up Elmendorf Richardson actually it wasn't that bad near Anchorage Alaska uh, the object was shot down over sea ice near Dead Horse, which is actually a super cool name. That is, yeah. Right? It's pretty badass. It is um, pretty badass.
0: I rode in from Dead Horse.
1: So, I mean, that's crazy. You kind of go like, oh, man, maybe they have a couple balloons. That's, that's wild, right? Mm-hmm. February 11th, the next day, a third object, again, unidentified, but described by U.S. officials as much smaller than the suspected spy balloon, was tracked entering U.S. airspace over Alaska before entering Canadian airspace. Canadian officials described the object, which was flying at an altitude of around 40,000 feet, as small and cylindrical, and that it posed a reasonable threat, which I think is how we describe your junk.
0: I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Now, uh, let's be clear <laughs> when he's talking about posing a reasonable threat he's talking about air traffic not to like
1: no no yeah yeah he's it, not talking about this it,
0: thing's going to pull out its its laser guns and start blasting
1: no um it poses a reasonable threat to like civilian air, uh air traffic i believe um like a 747 cruises around 30,000 40,000
0: feet yeah right? well they've so, got like if i understand this correctly they've got different lanes so you'd get, you know, they don't want yeah. every vehicle traveling at, at 33,000 same height, right? feet, Yeah, for sure. So you, yeah. So I don't know how low, you know, where that extends to, um, but certainly they didn't want it there. The yeah. one at sixty thousand feet didn't necessarily pose a threat, but they also don't know what so civilian aviation. Or, aviation, yeah. I'm pretty sure and they're, like, they're military also pretty aircraft. Aircraft.
1: sure it was it was a spying. one hundred percent spying. It didn't it hover over like Montana over some launch sites or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Uh, so, again, F-22s tracked the object while some F-18s and CP-140 maritime patrol craft also joined the operation. The object was shot down by the USF-22 over central area of Canada's Yukon Territory on the orders of Mr. Trudeau. F-22 but,
0: pilots just having themselves a week.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're having a... <laughs> They're having some. I think. I feel like this is like some of the only stuff that they've shot down in the air. Oh yeah, they're so excited about this. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a lot of memes where it's just like, you know, it shows like the F four Phantom. It's like got like six hundred kills, and then it's like the F (laughs) the F twenty two. It's like I shot a balloon. (laughs) (laughs) We can hang, right? (laughs) Uh, Funny enough, uh, this is the first instance of NORAD downing an object in Canadian airspace, um, according to Defense Minister Anita Anand. So <laughs> like, Yeah, I believe that. I, yeah, I can't think of any time this ever happened. Like, during the Cold War, they would have, you know, Russian jets coming over across the Bering Strait at the North there, and they would kind of, I think they would test airspace, and there were some encounters, there were some inter, uh, not interventions, uh, What's the, word, what's the word I'm looking for here, my friend? Like a sortie? A sortie, yeah. There'd be a couple of, uh, you know, where they'd, they'd fly up there and, eh, you know, maybe go home now. Yeah, get right up old, close to... Do the old Top Gun.
0: Yeah, make him inverted, real nervous and then...
1: Give him give a finger. Show them, show them that you have superior piloting skills.
0: Uh, turns out you could not do that because apparently slipstreams are a thing.
1: Yeah, also uh, for that to work inside of that frame, the tail fins would have collided on those aircraft.
0: That's also true.
1: Yeah, probably wouldn't have gone over too well. Uh, So anyhow, crazy, right? Two things shot down over North American airspace. Unprecedented times as as we've been in for a while now. Uh, Yep. 12th of February. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, are we at three now? Two, three, three. God damn it. This is why our show never never attracts too many listeners.
0: <laughs> I think you that was the third.
1: Yeah, okay. So anyhow, uh, 12th of February, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. U.S. officials confirmed another object had been shot down by fighter jets over Lake Huron, which... That's our backyard, dude. That is actually like we. The- it's we're gonna get to that. I want to. Yeah, I want to discuss something about that. So we'll just get the facts out and then we'll talk. Uh, so on Sunday, U.S. officials confirmed uh, another unidentified object being shot down by fighter jets over Lake Huron on the U.S.-Canada border near Michigan. This time, the object was flying at a considerably lower adi- al- altitude. Wow, words. Uh, about 20,000 feet. It was shot down by an F-16 jet on the orders of President Biden uh, out of concerns that it was, you know, at an altitude that could pose a threat to civilian um, aviation. Uh, senior U.S. official speaking anonymously described the latest object as having an octagonal structure with strings hanging off but no discernible payload. So I think that there was three that had a payload, one didn't. If I recall as, correctly.
0: As far as I understand.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Pentagon said, you know, based on its flight path and data, we can connect this object to a radar signal picked up over Montana, which flew in proximity to sensitive Department of Defense sites. Uh from what I understand, these are uh nuclear launch sites in Montana. Yeah. Uh, in like the ground and they missile got, like, silos. Yep. Uh, so they didn't assess that there was any kind of military threat to anything on the ground, but it was a flight uh, risk. So uh, they didn't know uh, these last three objects. They don't really know. They, they say they might may or may not be tied to these Chinese things, but it's kind of sounding like no. The Chinese spy balloon was a thing, and then these other three things are different. Uh, they're referring to them as objects, not balloons. Um, And they have ruled out any explanation as of now. So we're recording this on the uh, 13th of February. So this is really hot after these have happened. And we're just going to start wildly speculating and having a lot of fun with this.
0: (laughs) Before we do that, I want to talk about that first balloon a little bit. Um, So the first balloon, the Chinese um, government did take ownership of that. Now they positioned it as being... Uh, The way they phrased their response to it being blown up made it seem like it was a private um, balloon that was being used for, in their words, mostly meteorological uh, purposes. Now, the reason they might have phrased it that way and said it that way is there's this thing called the Chicago Convention, um, which governs things like weather balloons— or hot air balloons, or really just like air travel over um, other okay. countries.
1: I started looking into this because I was curious what the aviation rules were. Like, can you just release a balloon as a private citizen? You know, there are some rules. Like, it has it can't be over five hundred feet or under five hundred feet of cloud cover, and all this stuff.
0: Yeah, there there are rules around now. Like theoretically, so from what I understood, theoretically, the the balloon at sixty thousand feet. Might have been okay, um, but, you know, the the types that, for it to have qualified as a weather balloon, A, it would have had to have been used for weather balloon purposes 100% of the time, not just some of the time, or most of the time. Um, and it would have to be, it's something like under, the payload has to be like under 10 kilograms. Uh, and apparently this thing was the size of three buses, you have to think the payload's more than 10 kilograms. So in terms of the Chicago convention, it probably doesn't qualify. There was something called the open skies convention that the U S was a party to, which basically was, um, which basically would have made this sort of thing. Okay. Like it's okay for, to have surveillance balloons and and satellites and stuff like that. Uh, but China never signed on to that. And Trump pulled the U S out of it a few years ago. Um, so, in terms of you know China raised a big stink about them shooting down this balloon um but in terms of uh the legality of it the u s is probably you know in the clear at least according to some jag okay that I listened to on on YouTube a jag, being a jag judge is,
1: advocate general
0: yeah there military you go. uh military Mil- lawyer navy lawyer, navy lawyer,
1: sorry, yeah. So yeah. this one that was shot down, they're saying the debris field is like 15 football fields by 15 football fields with a depth of around 50 feet, according to a NORAD commander. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of crazy. So, yeah, the the first one was shot down, then the, the remaining three, uh, they say, didn't have a payload?
0: Yeah. There might be – so from what I understand – Now, I might be wrong, but I was looking into um, how you shoot down something at 60,000 feet. So from what I understand, they are not really able to lock on to something at 60,000 feet. I think they had to kind of manually aim it and just detonate it close enough. Sure. But the stuff that's flying under that, they might have been able to lock onto it and essentially blow them up more, if that makes (laughs) sense. A more direct hit that's... So Um, there might be a reason why... (laughs) It's a little less obvious what the last three were. I want to discuss like
1: one thing when you said like 10, uh, 10 kilo uh, payload. Imagine just like, so that's about, you know, roughly 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Just imagine a 25, like a, uh, basically a dumbbell.
0: Falling from the sky.
1: (laughs) Falling from 60,000 feet. Yeah. God damn it.
0: It might it might be lighter than that. It might be like two kilograms. I can't. I list. I heard the number, and I I was like, ah, it's it was under ten, anyways. Yeah.
1: So I find this all very crazy. I want to tell you uh, first. I want to ask you a question. Then I want to tell you a story. Okay. Uh, before before we you do that, further. Okay. Okay.
0: Should okay. we just put the the aliens thing on the table now? No. no, no. Okay. Gonna, you want you want to save it? it? Ties
1: in. It ties in.
0: Okay. All right. What okay. do you got for me? All
1: right. So, uh, first of all, God, do I want to tell you the story first or ask the question first?
0: Seems like the sort of thing you should have figured out before you uh, <laughs> before you did the show, before, huh? Before I skull? Pre,
1: Before I prefaced it, okay. So, where this uh, one was shot down over Lake Huron is right near where your cottage is. Yeah, it's just off the coast of where your cottage is, off the coast of Tobermory. Yeah. Uh, I was just up there camping in October. Uh, mm-hmm. Love that place. We have been high as fuck on mushrooms. <laughs> Sitting in the back of that cottage on a couple occasions, I want to ask you, <laughs> what you is imagine? the state of your mental health when you see a goddamn detonation in the sky? Like you see yeah. a jet streak overhead and then boom. In the distance, like, you're high on mushrooms, you're just sitting there, you're, you're thinking about life and nature and spirit, <laughs> spiritual things, and, and all these great things that happen when you do this, and then all of a sudden, a uh, jet comes, and you're not hallucinating because everybody else saw it. What's the state of your mental health at that point?
0: I think at that point, you wouldn't be able to convince me that it really happened. What if
1: all of us saw it? You saw it, I saw it,
0: our friends saw it, everybody in saw the moment, it. I think in the moment, I'd believe it, and then I think when I got sober, I'd be like, yeah, that it didn't died. happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, in in the absence of the news, and, and you know, like, imagining this is like 100 years ago or something, well, it wouldn't be 100 years ago, Imagine this is 20 years ago uh, before cell phones and uh, the internet on all the time, and you wouldn't be able to just hear right away that something was blown up over Lake Huron. So I'm putting myself in that scenario. I'm waking up the next morning, maybe at the time, believe it, the next morning, I'm like, yeah, there's no way. We just, I don't know. We we were, we were talked about it and we imagined it or something. I don't know. Oh I probably man. wouldn't believe it. I would I lose think my I'd, mind. <laughs> I'd lose my I, mind. I, I would. Luckily, there's probably not too many people up there right now doing shrooms and just hanging out outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. It's a little chilly. Actually, it was pretty nice yesterday, which brings me to my story. Oh. And this story has a weird twist at the end that I'm going to tell you and you're not going to believe you're not gonna believe it for one second. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't blame you for one second. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're outside. Um, Kevin, we got fancy cough buttons for a reason. I know. I always forget about it. We're outside tonight. Uh, it's unseasonably warm, and we're talking. We've been talking about this. Lake Huron is our backyard. It's like they just shot this thing down. Like drivable distance from my house, uh, I wouldn't even have to stop for gas. And I'm like, so we've been talking about it. And it's nighttime she steps off the porch, looks up because we've been look you know now all this talk about balloons you're kind of looking up, thinking, man, what if you know and she goes, "What the hell is that? That's not normal and I'm you know in hindsight, I'm surprised I actually like just believed it because I thought, you know, ha ha, made you look right, yeah, but I bit, and I stepped off the porch and I looked up and what I saw made my blood run cold. I looked up and I saw this string of lights in a straight line all across the sky, like dozens and dozens of lights. And That's I was Star-like, like...
0: Starlink, isn't it?
1: God damn it. But, okay... <laughs> So here's the thing. You know, I do like some astrophotography. I know the sky pretty good. I know like constellations and planets and comets. I've seen meteors. I've seen, I've seen Starlink. I've seen satellites, the space. I've seen all that, but this was a Starlink launch, which Mm. is different. Mm. Usually Starlink's like seven or eight. You're like, oh, Starlink. This was a launch. It was like a string of like 50, like, you know, like 50 satellites.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But because of everything that's going on, the initial thought that I had was uh <laughs> nukes or alien invasion. I just looked up and was like, what the hell is that? That is not natural. So like, yeah. you know, kind of crazy, right? You want to yeah. hear the you want to hear what I think makes us crazy? Okay. Because of all the stuff that's been going on, I woke up yesterday morning and I said to Sid, I was like, I had this weird dream where I looked up in the sky and I saw a star and that star started shooting out other stars until there was like this big line of stars. And then in my dream, I thought it was like a, a nuclear attack.
0: Maybe because we've did an episode about, uh, we were talking about Mervs. Mervs.
1: Yeah. And that, that, so I had that dream the night before And then when we saw it, I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly what I dreamed about. It was the weirdest, like, just the weirdest coincidence, man. So now I've been wandering around the house trying to convince her that I'm like Miss Cleo. You know, like the (laughs) clairvoyance. No, you're more like, uh, Do you ever see? No, of course you
0: didn't because you don't like comedy. There was this SNL skit uh, with Christopher Walken. It was Ed Glosser, Trivial Psychic, and he just... He'd touch somebody. It was right after he did the Dead Zone, so you know he'd been a movie about being a psychic. And that, so that was kind of his. Uh, that was the premise. He'd touch people and he'd throw his head back and be like, "Tomorrow, you gotta get a coffee. You gotta get your cab. <laughs> <Put> coffee <laughs> on the roof of the cab. Yeah, you gotta drive most, away."
1: The, the yeah. most basic of, the yeah, most basic of things. That's awesome. I should totally. There's egg. still time. This might become my new shtick now. <laughs> I'm gonna be testing um, this out. I just I thought it was so weird and I was like, man, with everything going on when I looked up, I was like, oh, like what like cause you know it's not a natural thing, right? If you've ever seen a Starlink launch, it is it's cool looking. It was really cool to see. I'm glad we saw it. Like the the chances of seeing it were very slim. We just happened to see it. It was super cool. Yeah, I think it's also a good lesson
0: in like, you know, I know my house pretty well. I know all the things in my house pretty well. Every once in a while. The things in my house will end up in a configuration where, when I look at them for a split second, you know, the blanket and the hoodie that are sitting on the couch are a person for a split second because my brain's trying to make sense of the chaos. Sure. Even when there's things that you're in an environment that you know very well, your brain can very easily be tricked into oh, seeing dude. things and ascribing yeah. eerie yeah. significance oh, uh, to anything,
1: Any for whole Sure. Thing for sure. Like I said, man, like literally physiologically, I felt my blood chill when I looked up. Cause I was like, what? And then yeah. it was gone. And you're like, with everything going on, it's, it, and there was actually a Starlink launch yesterday. Yeah, um, and I was just like, and it, you know, after about 10 minutes, we figured out with thanks to the internet that, yeah, it is a Starlink launch and we're not under attack. And they're, May or may not be aliens, which is kind of what we're here for. Because you know what I want to <laughs> believe, and with all the UA, uh, UAP stuff, U F O stuff that they've been talking about over the last two three years,
0: you mean the same press release that just keeps getting recycled? Because yeah, uh, yeah that's the one. The guy from Tom De- uh, Tom DeLong is really
1: really good at s- getting press to to the Stars Academy. Yeah, with Tom DeLong. <laughs> uh, yeah. And some filmmakers, and, they got and some government money. Let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> I don't have enough about that specifically, but he he's partners with the guy who was uh, in deep with Harry Reid. Harry Reid was a true believer in that stuff. So Harry Reid wasted a bunch of government money trying to, uh, you know, or in my opinion, wasted a bunch of a bunch of money trying to prove aliens were real. And the best he got out of it was a couple press releases that they keep recycling. Um.
1: Let's talk about what these things are. I I want to think that there's some alien shit getting shot down. Of course, I know that that's kind of illogical. Because uh, you know, if you remnants were- from the Cincinnati balloon disaster. <laughs>
0: uh, for those
1: of you who don't know what the Cincinnati balloon disaster is, uh, they released a bunch of balloons at Balloon Fest, 1986, Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Listen to our old episode. Mess. We got an episode on it. Uh, good times. Uh, Roswell. Also, balloons. <laughs> I'm I'm seeing a connection here. They're telling us now it's balloons or not balloons. It's getting confusing.
0: Yeah, they've um, always been tied
1: to UFOs. Let's talk.
0: Okay, so right after, well, okay, so first of all, let's picture this, right? Okay, you're
1: paint me a picture. A hyper, like you're your a hyper French advanced
0: girls. alien civilization. You're. Zeta Reticulans. Let's say, Okay. you could make it all the way here. Surely, 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 you've got something better up your sleeve than balloons.
1: But they're not now. The three that were shot down—they're not calling them balloons per se. They're not. Saying they're not that calling they were, them were anything. Balloons. Yeah, octagonal shape, no visible sense of propulsion. I want to know so how it's if, a, like so I, it's I, I, a kite. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a box kite.
0: That's that's what I was thinking.
1: So I'm wondering too, like and I'm wondering because they're kind of tight lipped on some of this stuff about and so it's it's fueling the speculation where people are like people jackasses like me who just wanna believe, even though I know that it's probably nothing. I go, Oh, maybe it's aliens. Yeah. And it's feeling it because there's no there's no straight answer. But I'm scared that, like, maybe the straight answer is just, like, yeah, like, we, we over-tuned our radar. And, like, we're picking up, like, that balloon you let go of as a child and floated away <laughs> that you cried about. <laughs> now we're shooting it down with AIM-9 <laughs> missiles from F-22 Raptors.
0: <laughs> uh, I have a theory about what's going on here. What's that? I That accounts for at least three of them. So... Right after the, the American shot down the first one, China released a statement saying they're very mad. They also quietly acknowledged that they've got another balloon. They had another balloon over Latin America.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant to mention that, too.
0: So there's at least two balloons that they've taken ownership of. My theory is that all of these are Chinese surveillance balloons but the us military isn't going to say that that's what they've done or that that's what they are as a sort of saving face saving face for both parties we're going to shoot these things down we're going to say we have no idea what they are who knows and we're going to oh, stop doing the balloon do thing dude the
1: conspiracy theories are just going to go like like mad like people ha- we're already f- you know, or I'm, I'm already say right. ready to make them.
0: <laughs> like, I'm ready. Well, don't, don't be that guy. <laughs>
1: I can't <laughs> help it, though, man. This is a really, like, it's just weird. There's never really been, to my knowledge, anything shot down over... It hasn't
0: been anything shot down, but it it, it sure seems like sending balloons over other people's territories is something that people have been doing for a long time.
1: If you think about it, like that—that that first one they sent over, it's kind of smart because it's a hell of a lot cheaper than a satellite or a super high airplane. The airplane <clears throat> would have to be manned. Mm-hmm. Well, it's cheap, cheap. That's what I'm getting at. Like, you you can send over a UAV, but at that height, like, just you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's like the, yeah, it's like, you know, send over a balloon if it gets shot down. Egg on my face.
0: I think there's two things happening here. Oh. The first is that they want to take the temperature down on this whole China thing. China maybe quietly admits to them, yeah, you know, there's like, there's a couple more you're going to be seeing. Yeah. Because apparently there was three that flew over during the Trump administration, and China just said today... That apparently the Americans have flown ten balloons over China recently. So I think, oh what's really? Happened, yeah, I think what's happened is there's been a an understanding reached where they're going to take out the rest of them. They're not going to make any public statements, blaming anybody or turning up the temperature on it. They're just going to take care of them as quietly as they can. They're going to. If I was trying to do that. People chattering about UFOs is probably good for me for sure. for my aims and what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, so I think they're not fueling that talk, but they're not necessarily not fueling it. There was the one general yesterday who said he wasn't going to rule anything out when That's asked what if I'm it was extraterrestrial, right? That. Love that. And then today they they had to walk that back, right? I think that was just him being like, you know, trying to seem extra serious, like ah, nothing's off the table. Uh, and not like a, a state, a serious statement of oh, maybe.
1: So you don't think that these tie into the uh, UAPs that, like the the David Fravor UAP from uh, 2004, I think. Um, some of those, uh, you know, the Tic Tac and the Gimbal and all those videos. over no, that because that's in the 2020. No.
0: Come on. Because the video's called Gimbal because whoever first looked at it went, "Oh, this is just a this is a problem with the gimbal." That's what no, happens that's when a gimbal tries happens. to focus on a, on a target that's moving away. I don't think so. Yeah. Actually, a guy was able to completely recreate it in his garage. What? Yeah.
1: Send me the link. I will.
0: Um, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. I want to see how well this ages. Like- and again, if I, de- if I developed a weapon system that was that expensive... I'd want people to think that maybe it was having trouble tracking an alien and not it was getting freaked out by a 747 flying away from it.
1: Okay. I want to see how your theory ages. However, I also want to be on record saying that I, for one, welcome our new overlords. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also think there's another thing that's happening right now. What's um that? This is a conspiracy that I do believe in. It's not a... Not a grand conspiracy. It's not an overt conspiracy. Uh, it's the sort of banal conspiracy that happens all the time. But I think the government is probably perfectly happy if the media is talking about potential UFOs instead of whatever the hell's going on in East Palestine, Ohio, right now. Uh, oh, where the uh, train derailment? Which turned into a toxic cloud that rained down on the environment. Yeah, they um, had a uh, vinyl chloride and all that kind yeah. of like, that's some nasty shit, dude. Yeah, and nobody's talking about that. Everybody's talking uh, about spooky stuff in the sky. I, I mean, heard that, that they s- were- That they serves were, the interests of a lot of people.
1: They were telling people like evacuate or they'd basically arrest them and drag them out of their house. Like,
0: but uh, Right. It, it, you they know didn't what? tell them how long they were supposed to evacuate for. As somebody who
1: has worked in like refineries and chemical plants and stuff, like you do not want a lot of that shit. Like some of that shit will kill you. Like yeah, uh, hydrogen sulfide will kill you at like ten or fifteen parts per million. You're dead. You don't even smell it. You don't taste it. You just drop. Oh, or like That's some scary shit really awful for that too. Fluorine chloride, uh, chloride, cl- uh, chlorine like it's all isn't it just stuff with e on the end of it's generally not dude, good. Oh my god. There's and I'm not a, a definitely not a chemist. But it's just it, there's so much bad shit and you know transporting this stuff by rail is it's cheap but the cost when it when it happens is like you don't have one tanker truck that blows up on a highway or releases shit on a highway you have like I don't some of those like some of the rail cars I see there's got to be 100 cars on that damn thing. Oh, there's
0: a mile long train,
1: right? Yeah. Like that's a lot of shit.
0: Yeah, there was the I think the union is alleging that there was some safety concerns that were being not listened to. I don't want to say too much because that's that could be something that could be a very live litigation uh Issue and I really don't want to speak uh, in an uninformed yeah. manner.
1: Also, the show sort of thing. The show is kind of ballooning up into something that's not <laughs> that's, supposed to be. That's just, right. Just a couple of just a couple of donkeys full of hot air. <laughs>
0: um the the one over Lake Huron, I could totally believe that that's just some practical joker, some sort of improvised device. Yeah. To get uh, to get up that high, I mean people. You, you could do that if you knew what you were doing. Yeah, it's it's weird.
1: It's uh, it's definitely like uh, unprecedented times as we've been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, speaking of that, saying I'm pretty sure any time is unprecedented. That's kind of the point.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> but- I have. A f- I have a feeling this will turn out to be a lot more like the Battle of Los Angeles, the uh, actual event, than the Battle of Los Angeles, the movie.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I mean, you know, we'll
1: see what happens. I guess maybe we'll we'll revisit this if there's more. And and uh, I mean, for me, you know, I hope to God it's I hope to God it's not aliens, and I also hope it is aliens
0: because I just want to believe, dude. <laughs> Again, I'm pretty sure they'd have something better. Like they'd have something that couldn't get shot down by an F-22. As nice yeah. planes as those are, apparently they're pretty sweet. I don't know. Well, and I th- I think it's the
1: issue. Some people too, say the F-15s like,
0: better. I don't know. I'm not an air. I'm not a plane guy. How many
1: times in history was it like, oh, there's a UFO, and they're like, oh, it's just a weather balloon. Like they never really seem to care. Oh, it's just a balloon. It's a weather balloon. No big deal. Like balloons have largely throughout aviation history been, ah, oh, it's just a balloon, right? They let these things go. Like, look at Roswell. Ah, it was just a balloon, guys. No big deal. Well, now all of
0: a sudden they're like, oh, that balloon's, like, full of spy gear. Buddy, we did an episode on Roswell. It was a government balloon. They knew exactly what it was. It was part of a secret project.
1: That's what I'm saying. But, like, you know, now all of a sudden they've got their radars all tweaked. They've changed the gain on the radar, and they're looking at these small cross-section... Uh, pings and they're they're starting to scrutinize them more, so we're gonna start seeing these like uh, the the thing that Buddy made in his garage that you know went to twenty thousand feet and flew away.
0: We're gonna start seeing more of these kind of getting hit. I think I th- I have a different read because correct me if I'm wrong, but this thing was reported on by civilians in the media before the military said anything about it, right? <sighs> it was people saw it because
1: it was it, so big. But that's the thing. So if you're flying these, if, if this
0: is kind of a standard practice, why are we only hearing about it now? Well, or did China fuck up and build one of these things too big? And then now the US is like, well, now we got to fucking do something about it. And we got to seem like we are doing something about it. Yeah, maybe. I think it's, it's. A, but I, how- from, from what I understand, this was... Re- this came out as civilians are tracking this thing. And then the military had to quietly be like, oh yeah, I mean, we know about this thing. Of course we've been tracking it since it, you know, entered, entered airspace. And then I think the media fever built up and they finally had to be like, well, all right, we got to go blow this thing up because
1: there's some, otherwise we're going to
0: seem like we're doing nothing.
1: That's a, yeah. I mean, uh, that's a logical theory. There's also theories that these things are being sent out there to test, uh, capabilities of – not only capabilities, but, like, responses? Like, how will they react?
0: Yeah. I think this is – I personally think this is something that they've been doing for a while and just they fucked up and civilians caught on and, oh, shit, now we got to – now we got to pretend like like we're outraged about this. Yeah. I don't think there's – They've got satellites. Like, the, the benefit of a balloon is it can hang out, out over a spot for a long time. It's not blocked by the atmosphere. And it's cheap. Those are all really sure. nice stuff. But I don't think there's any... I don't think the U.S. was particularly concerned about the intelligence that they were gathering in the satellite era. I, I have a hard time believing that they were really alarmed well, and, about that. And that's the other...
1: like. It, It's pretty uh, clear, and and I think it's been, you know, if it's it's not known, (laughs) it's at least speculated that uh, they have satellites kind of hanging out over the U.S. collecting information. So if they already have that, why the balloon? Is the balloon here to collect something different, like signals intel, like where they're picking up more radio communications? What do you think is gained from a balloon that you can't get from a satellite that you can't get from somebody on the ground?
0: I think if they were trying to pick up like communication signals, they could probably get closer to 60, than 60,000 feet to wherever they were going through like just conventional spying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could just have a guy with an
1: antenna on his, like, not, you know, maybe not an antenna on his car, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think any radio signal can only be detected up at the stratosphere. It's so like what what is I think it's
0: it's an intersection of plausible deniability, the potential of getting a closer look than maybe we we could get with a satellite, the ability to park it there, you know, over a longer period of time, maybe, you know, observe movements or things like that. And then it's cheap. You lose it, how, you've lost a balloon. No biggie. How how do you navigate a balloon, do you think?
1: Like how do you A balloon would be kind of basically
0: sailing in the air currents, would it not? I don't know. I'm sure there's a way to do it. Like a can of CO2 in a nozzle.
1: (laughs) Like uh, like a propulsion system, like on the... Yeah, you could have some sort of
0: rudimentary... Now, I had heard that this thing, the the first one, they said, oh, it made a maneuver. but Yeah, but the Chinese government said it had very limited maneuvering capability. They said it it got caught by the um the west oh, westerlies or some wind current and pushed over the US. They you know, they didn't intend for it to go there. That's what they were saying. I thought I'd heard that the prevailing winds in North America are west to
1: east. Yeah. So the prevailing wind caught it and dragged it over the
0: US. I think that's what they're trying to say. Yeah. Shady. It's definitely shady. There's There's something going on there. I just think that's what I'm saying. Like
1: that's that's kind of the question for me about that one. Is like, what what are they gaining with this uh, balloon that they're not getting from classic kind of spy methods? Just it's weird, man. It's just I
0: think you throw everything at the you throw everything at the wall.
1: I've never heard of a spy balloon, like short oh, of like the
0: First World War. Oh no, the spy balloons have been have been a thing for a long time. Really? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Did you uh, Did you look? At well, your... I mean, for example, the Roswell balloon that we were talking about—that was a spy balloon, right? Yeah. So at least going back to the sixties. I, mean, I know that that it, se- it seems up. like anachronistic because you know who does blo- who uses balloons for anything. But if you're trying to get something unmanned into the atmosphere. And you're trying to get it really high up, that's just still your best option, as far as I know. Yeah, I guess. Definitely your cheapest, I would say. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Well. Oh, yeah. I mean, short of like an SR, uh, what, a Blackbird? Was it SR72? Yeah. The 71?
1: SR71 was fast, yeah. the U2 was high. Right. Yeah, the Blackbird was high, then the U-2 was... Or the
0: U-2 was Blackbird. high, the Blackbird was fast. Right, the Blackbird was the one where the, the, they figured it could run the missiles. Yeah, and the fuselage would bend while it was in the air, so it would leak while it was on the ground.
1: Yeah, so because of the friction, the heat would cause expansion of the panels, so it would basically piss fuel on the ground. It'd so
0: have to refuel as soon as it got in isn't the air. That,
1: isn't that wild? Like. Some of the engineering feats that made some of these planes. I've always been a huge aviation nerd. Yeah. So like it just.
0: This is way outside the purview. I was reading about, uh, uh, I was watching a video. I say reading, but I was learning about a plan in the 70s, 60s and 70s. The US was trying to have uh, airborne aircraft carriers.
1: That's badass.
0: Like retrofit a a 747 to have a bunch of smaller fighters inside of it. That would. That's amazing. Yeah. Why haven't we done that? Uh it was really it was a pretty difficult engineering problem. Um at first it, it was they couldn't dock. The slipstream was was too hard to dock. Um then after they started, you know, pilots got good at refueling in the air with that um, you know, thing there. They tried to modify one of those to like catch a plane. Um but I think it still was just too much could go wrong. Yeah.
1: I feel like you could probably launch it easier than you could land on it.
0: Yeah, I think launching a plane from a from a plane was no problem. Yeah. Well, they do it,
1: they did it with uh with the uh, when they broke the sound barrier, they dropped the uh, X-1 off of a uh, I think a B-52 or something. And yeah, then uh Or
0: you know. Yeah. Well, there you go.
1: Anyhow, I want to revisit this on our next episode, which will be coming out in about 2-3 weeks. Yeah, technically, so we've
0: got one our, that's gonna probably drop right after this one. Yeah,
1: actually, we our next episode chrono- chronologically in releases will be the man who fell to Earth, not from a balloon, but from a plane. Yeah, Uh excited about that And then whatever episode after that, I'd like to circle back to this and just see what happens in the coming, you know, week or so between now and when we record and, and revisit this somewhere in that episode, maybe a little early before, or a little after. The main story. Yeah. Sound good?
0: Yeah. All right. Happy, happy balloon, happy balloon days. Hey, listen, uh,
1: (laughs) if, uh, and if the aliens come, uh, you know, I'll ask them for mercy for you. But uh, (laughs) I can't guarantee anything, but I will do my best for you.
0: I don't think they're like God, where if you don't believe in them, they get mad.
1: No, they do. (laughs) <laughs> well, hey, oh, what was that com- that AI thing? And if you didn't help build it, it would torture you to oh, death? Oh,
0: uh, Roko's Ro- 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 Basilisk? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that, I think. They're, they're watching, they're <laughs> making a list. They're checking it twice. I know which one, I know which one, uh, you know. I know which one they're, and I'm on there, so you just... Uh, but that, that's silly because
0: that that says nothing about how subservient I could be and just whether or not I believe it's likely that they're here. I don't know, man. I
1: just err on the side of caution and, and you know, welcome them. That's why you've got tattoos of every major religion on your buttocks. <laughs> just in case. Just All in right. case. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, Keep them close to your so shirt. <laughs> wildly speculate. <laughs> <laughs> And we're out. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Facts Schmacks.
1: We hope you enjoyed our show. If you want to hear more, be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash facts schmacks. Or you can check us out on Facebook or on YouTube or on twitter.com at
0: fact schmacked
1: pod. We also have a website, factschmacks.xyz, because we know you haven't had enough yet. Sure.